You're listening to the Take It From Us podcast, where creative entrepreneurs learn to lean into their passions and create a thriving business that impacts in a big way. Hosted by Don Charles and Emily Majors, two photographers turned educators here to help you cultivate your dream career. We'll share our mistakes and successes, both professionally and personally, so that you can rise where we fell, find inspiration within our wins, and fast track to your brightest future. Ready to be bold in your transformation and take your business to the next level? Take it from us. It all starts here. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Take It From Us podcast. I am here with Emily and Blair Fry today. Hello. Hi. Hello, everyone. Welcome. And Blair is someone that I started following a while ago and have just loved following along with her journey. Um, She is a content creator and traveling and creating content all over the world. And we're just going to chat a little bit about that and what she's learned along the way and her lifestyle and all of that. So Blair, can you give us an introduction of who you are and what you do? Yes. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so yeah, I'm Blair. I started my career actually in the, uh, like television industry world. Um, so I was a producer at CMT country music television, um, and did that for a few years, four years. Um, and then I kind of gained a following online and, um, I get. Do you want me to go into? I mean, the details we have that? to mention. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is how I found you, so I yeah. think it's relevant. So basically, Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelorette decided to kind of have like a Bachelorette spinoff Instagram series um, called The Blairette, and she wanted to help find me a boyfriend. So we did that back in 2019, and basically, my friends who worked with me at CMT. Um, came on five different dates with me and it was all documented for Instagram, et cetera. And I ended up meeting my now husband um, through that. And and so, yeah, who would have freaking thought? Not me. It's the best story ever. (laughs) Like no one else meets in ways like that. Like that's so cool. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, that'll be fun. I like never went on dates either. I was like, you know, it'll get me out of my comfort zone. And then now I'm married. So it worked out. (laughs) Um, but because of that, I kind of gained a little bit of a following on social media. Um, and also just because of having my background, um, as a producer and editor and stuff, I just really enjoy creating video content. And, um, I got really into photography just kind of as a little hobby. And so, um, yeah, but in 2020 got laid off due to COVID from CMT and just kind of decided to pursue, um, Instagram full time from there. And my husband is a travel nurse, so we kind of just travel around and started traveling and then recently did a big seven-month abroad trip um, to just see the world and create content while we did it. So that's a little bit of a background of how I got started and then kind of where I'm at right now. I love that. I also love, well, just all that. I met my husband online, but it's not as cool of a story as yours. It's just a <laughs> hey, <dating> app. <laughs> every story is cool. That's okay. I love it. What a what a fun opportunity. I always like joked around too, because like none of my friends, 
I was like the last single one and none of my friends did anything about that. That I was like, do you guys not care about my singleness? Like no one has posted an Emily yet. Yeah, we should have. I'm really upset about it. So sorry. (laughs) Um, I love that you are just traveling all over and how fun that it like intertwined with that with your husband being a travel nurse. Well, your now husband you didn't know that then I guess um did you always envision yourself traveling and like creating content was that something that you like thought you would be doing definitely not um I I mean I feel like when the Blairette even happened that was kind of like right I, I don't even think like content creators and influencers were like a huge thing yet because like nothing in my mind crossed of like ooh yeah, I'll do this because maybe I can get a platform. You know, it's like now I feel like anyone that goes on The Bachelor or any reality TV, like that's why they do it is because you know, like, oh, I can get a platform from this. Um, But that definitely didn't cross my mind because it wasn't really a huge thing back then. Um, And even when it did kind of happen, it still wasn't really like something I planned on pursuing. Uh, I think I just, it kind of happened and I realized I enjoyed it. So I was like, you know, let's just do it while I can. I mean, I feel like this, the content creator Instagram world as a whole, it's kind of who knows where it's going to go. It changes every single day. So I kind of just viewed it and still view it as like a, I'll take advantage of it while I can. And then kind of just adapt as things change. And like, what a cool excuse to just travel the world. Like, oh, yes, your favorite person. Yeah. And I totally forgot to answer that part of the question. Um, I really didn't start traveling until my first uh, international trip was actually right before I met Luke. Like it was during the Blairette. So I had four of my five dates. And then I went to Israel for a trip and then came back and had my fifth date with Luke. So, uh, that was the first time going abroad and then luckily, and I loved it. I fell in love with traveling and Luke also loved to travel. So I feel like once we started dating, we just kind of both had that travel bug. And so it was like, you know, let's do it together. So I love we, it. we love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Speaking of traveling with your husband, you guys recently purchased a van and you're about to renovate it. And so tell us all about your plans for van life and what you're most excited and nervous about and how you see that like playing into your role as a content creator. Yeah. So it was actually funny because van life was not even on our radar like at all. Um, But when we did our seven month trip abroad, Our last destination, we ended up going back to Portugal because we loved it so much. And someone had told us that we needed to go down to like the south of Portugal. It's like the Algarve area. It's like really cool beaches. And they were like, yeah, we actually did a van trip when we went because it ended up being cheaper than like a rental car. And so we were like, ooh, let's do a van trip. That could be fun. Like it's something different. We haven't done it. Needless to say, we fell in love with it. It was only like a week in a van and we were like, oh my gosh, we want to have one for ourselves. Um, And I think also we just kind of, since Luke's a travel nurse, uh, that's just in the US. So when we were abroad, he wasn't working at all. So we knew realistically we needed to focus more on US travel once we were back just because, you know, he kind of needs to maintain a job. And so we were like, okay, if we built a van, 
that would be like the perfect way to adventure around the U.S. as we're doing travel nursing. Um, I don't think we'll live in it full time as of now, but we were like, you know, we'll do little weekend adventures or when we're going from destination to destination between assignments, you know, we'll drag it out and we'll do like long trips. And, you know, sometimes between assignments, we can just do like a month of road tripping um, since he does have that flexibility as a travel nurse. So that's, I think that's what I'm most excited about is just being able to have like freedom. And I think that was why we fell in love with van life is like, you didn't really have a set schedule. It wasn't like, oh, we need to get to this place tonight because we have our hotel there. It's like, you can literally pull off anywhere and be like, you know, let's just chill here for a few hours. Or you see something and you just decide to do it. I think we just both really loved the freedom of it. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for that little adventure to come up and hopefully everything goes well with starting the build. We're doing that next week. Uh, so luckily we have his dad to help us because I would be clueless. I love that you guys are going to get to travel the U S too. Cause I think I definitely, I'm a huge national park fan and like love yes. and want to see every national park in the U S and it's hard. Cause we fantasize about, you know, all these different trips to Europe and just mm-hmm. other parts of the world, which is so, so beautiful and amazing to do as well. But we also live in an incredible country that yeah. is so beautiful and that so many other people want to come visit as well that I feel like we always like neglect that side of things. Like, Oh, for sure. And I think that was one thing we even talked about on our trip. Like, I love Europe. I love it so much. But I was like, there's still so many places in the U.S. that I want to see. And so we were like, let's just focus on U.S. travel for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're big national park fans too. Do you, uh, what's your, what's your favorite so far? Oh my gosh. Well, Yosemite is my favorite forever because. Really? I haven't been there yet. Oh, you have, you guys have, like, you have to. You just have yeah, to. And let me know what you do. Will. I'll give you all the the deets, but that is more nostalgia for me. Like I've just been going ever since I was a kid. So I have deep memories like in just with my family and now now with my husband. And it's funny because my husband grew up going there every year with his family. So it was just like this connection that we had. um, And it's just, it's insane. It's the most beautiful place. I'm actually going this weekend and I can't, I know. Wait, where do you live, Emily? I'm, I'm in LA. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, come on down, pass on through and let me know. Yes, so fun. Yeah, Yosemite is definitely top of my list, but we haven't made it out that that way yet. It's really hard because there's so many. Like I I I always say Yosemite because again, it just holds the highest place in my heart. But like there are definitely other stunning national parks that I've been to and some I'm just dying to go to. Um, The Tetons is high on my list for the next one. I've I went there. It was super fun. Oh, I love it. But with that, I just feel like van, like having a van is perfect. We actually just went on a road trip in an RV with some friends and our dogs. Oh, fun. And it was definitely an experience. I'll say that much, <laughs> but we learned a lot and we want to do it again and like change some things. But yeah, it's just so cool because you're right. You just have your house with you everywhere you go. Yes. And it's like in a van would be so much easier than an RV because you can actually like drive through places like that don't require just like RV parking, obviously. Yeah, it's a um, little bit more flexibility with a van because you can park it pretty much anywhere. Yes, I'm so excited to follow along with that journey because that just sounds like the best thing in the world. Um, obviously, being a creative and such too, like what is your, I mean, you're working from home probably for what you do for your job, mm-hmm. but also just like the content that you create. Um, how does traveling help you stay inspired with your like work and what places inspire you the most so far? Ooh, 
That's a good question. Um, so I, I just love change <laughs> and Luke does too, which is why we, the travel nurse lifestyle works really well for us. Um, but I just, I think I like traveling and get inspired by it because it's like, you're always seeing something new. Um, and like, for me, I'm, I'm a believer. And so like, just, I feel like God's beauty, like I just, I see it and I want to share it with the world. And I think that kind of helps me with capturing, uh, content while I'm traveling. Um, I don't know, like, I just think when I see something beautiful, it's kind of like, okay, how can it like it's so easy to make great content out of this because it's just stunning. Like I don't even have to be in the photo and people are like, it's amazing. So I think that's kind of one of the biggest reasons I get so inspired with travel is just seeing new places and seeing the beauty that this world has to offer. Um, and I'm trying to think like where I've been inspired the most, like, I don't know. It's tough too, because Instagram is such a, how do I want to say this? Like Bali. Bali was so beautiful. But then also there is a, a big element of like Instagram versus reality. You know, like we see the Bali that's on Instagram that everyone shares. And there is like there are a lot of parts of Bali like that. But then there's also some parts that are not so beautiful. And it's like, huh, interesting. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like Bali definitely was inspiring, though, as far as, like, the beautiful waterfalls, the jungles. Like, it was just not, unlike anything I've kind of seen ever. Yeah. And I think that's – I mean, that's true to any place. So let's be yes, real there. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> L.A., a lot of people are like, I have to go. And I'm also like, eh, there's parts you really don't need to see. Like, yeah. it's not that great some places. Like, that's just everywhere. So I love that because – that is the reality. And most yeah. people aren't posting about the awful parts of any Exactly. <laughs> I feel like everywhere in Europe, though, too, is just so, like, it's so charming. And it's so different than the U.S. Like, I feel like, like you were saying, the U.S. has so much to offer. And I feel like my favorite thing about the U.S. is, like, the national parks and the nature. But then when it comes to, like, cities, Europe streets, like, the cobblestone, it's just so, like, charming. And it inspires me to just, like, I don't know. I just love... I just love traveling and capturing wherever I am. Yeah, that totally makes sense. It's hard to stay inspired if you're just like in the same city all the time. Like yeah. I definitely, I mean, as photographers, we would probably lose all of our inspiration if we got booked at like the same wedding venue every time. So that makes sense for sure. And I just feel like experiencing different cultures and like seeing things that are different than what you're used to, like, yeah, the cobblestone streets and just how the cities are built so differently or like the history there, which is beyond like the oldest parts of our country is yeah. insane. So, um, and I love that you pointed out like the parts of these places that are not Instagram worthy because it's so true. Like, and I think that's good for people to remember who haven't been able to travel a lot and probably have like FOMO just looking at other people's Instagram accounts and seeing all of these incredible places, but like it definitely isn't all glamorous and it's not all Instagram worthy. Um, so I think it's an important reminder for people. Like when we get asked about being destination wedding photographers, people are like, that was like the ultimate goal for photographers for so long was like destination wedding photographer. That's all I want to be. And we were like, you guys, we're like tired all the time. We're yeah. on a plane every weekend. Like we 
are getting paid for one day that we're shooting, but we're like gone for three, you know, like it's, yeah. a, it's a lot easier sometimes to just shoot in your own town. But yeah, so there, I mean, it for sure has its challenges, but I love it. It is definitely like incredible to experience different cultures and see different things and all of that. So um, with that, I'm curious how, because I know I can struggle with this and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. How do you balance being present in the moment when you're either traveling or just living your life at home um, while also creating content? Because I've felt that like just like struggle of wanting to be present, but then also feeling like, oh, well, I should be like capturing this or like feeling like you're always just like your mind is looking for walls to take pictures in front of or which you should be doing if that's like why you're out there but how do you also like enjoy your time there and balance the like work and life aspect of traveling yes a million percent relate to that I think (laughs) it was definitely that was something that I definitely struggled with on our trip because I think we I mean, Luke and I both like, and he enjoys like helping me shoot content, being in content, all that kind of stuff, thankfully. Um, But we both like really hit a point towards the end of Bali, actually, which was, I think, four, no, five months into our trip. Um, We both kind of hit a point where we were like, just kind of exhausted of creating content. Um, And it is a struggle because it's like, well, this is my job. Like, I need to be creating content. People want to see content, but like, I'm also kind of burnt out and I want to just like enjoy this trip of a lifetime, you know? Um, and so it was definitely something we had to kind of find like a healthy balance with, um, what we, what we would try to do actually is, um, like once a week we would be like, okay, for a few hours, like once a week, we're going out, we're shooting content. Like I, we would like have a, a very solidified plan. Like we're going to go here. We're going to go here. Like I'd have inspo, all that kind of stuff. And it was just like a few hours of like nonstop creating, but then it would just be like one day a week. And then the rest of the days we could just like live life, you know, and I could do like just stories and stuff like that while we're doing, doing regular life. Um, So that was like a good balance for us, I think, while we were traveling, just because, like I said, we didn't want, we didn't want our whole trip to just feel like it was content consumed. Um, Because, you know, we want to look back on the trip and actually like, remember the good memories and not just like, oh, yeah, we took photos there, you know. And that was a big thing, too. Like, I think because of in Bali, that is like content creator, influencer hub of like Asia but also just Europe like it just felt like every single person we met every single person we talked to was trying to be a content creator and it kind of was like exhausting to a point where it felt like that was all anyone cared about was like getting the perfect shot and so I think that just was like eye-opening to Luke and I too of like we don't want that to be us like we want to capture a moment as it's happening rather than like that be the only thing we care about is like oh I want to go to this place because I could get a great photo there like we were like we don't want to just go somewhere just for a photo like we want to go there to experience it and then if we have time to like get a photo or something amazing 
Um, so that was kind of like the way we had to look at it to just have like a good balance between actually enjoying this adventure of a lifetime, but then also creating content since it is my job. <laughs> yeah, that's really hard. And I think it's also like, oh, I'm, uh, I can't wait to go there. Like what a dream, you know, and an honor that you get to travel the world for your job, but that you also have to be working. I find that a lot. Um, well, it's actually really interesting to the dynamic of like when I was single, if I had a destination wedding anywhere, even in just the US or abroad, I would like make it into like a week and a half so that I could like also enjoy it outside of just work. Yeah. But then since being married, especially if Jeff can't come with me, then I'm like, okay, um, I'll leave the day before I'll shoot the wedding and then I'll come straight home. Like yeah. I just want to like be with my family. Yeah. But at the same time, like um, for instance, next week, Jeff and I are going to Italy for a job and we're taking two days to ourselves beforehand. Uh-huh. And granted that that is mostly my cushion for like any delays. You know, like I love I have to get there early because of international travel. Um, but at the same time, it, you know, balancing that like work and play and then also feeling like when I'm at work, I mean, lucky for us and you, like as a content creator, you can be taking photos on your phone or videos that are for your job or just for you. Like mm-hmm. if I wasn't working, I would still be taking my camera and like documenting things. So yeah. it's kind of like this weird balance, but, and as long as you're enjoying it and what do they say? If you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. But there is those moments where like, you're just, you need to just be working and focused on that. And it kind of does take, you know, it's more strategy and like creativity than just like sitting back and enjoying it. So I love that you can balance that though. And that you guys have found what works for you to balance that. Running your own business is hard, but HoneyBook makes it easy. As business owners, we juggle a dozen titles and feel like we have to do everything on our own. When I first started my business, I was overwhelmed by all the admin work and trying to keep track of all my clients. That's until I discovered HoneyBook. HoneyBook is hands down one of the best investments I've ever made for my business. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work, simplify your to-do list, and free up your plate to focus on your bigger business goals. Try HoneyBook today for 50% off your first year at share.honeybook.com slash take it from us. That's share.honeybook.com slash take it from us. With that, what would you say is like the hardest thing or like what you would tell somebody that's, you know, wanting to travel and that you've realized like, I don't know, what what do most people not know about being a travel blogger slash creator? Ooh, that's tough. I, I mean, so it's funny because before this trip, I, that was, if you asked me like, Blair, what is your dream job? I would have said my dream job is to be a full-time content creator and literally just travel the world, like constantly traveling. And I mean, essentially that was what we did for seven months. And when it finished, I was like, man, I don't know if that is my dream job. Like it is so exhausting just like always being on the go. And I think I craved routine more than I thought I would. Um, but it also is kind of like one of those you always want what you can't have. Cause like now this week I was like, man, I really miss, <laughs> I really miss being in Europe and like traveling and stuff like that. But it's definitely, it's, it's not as glamorous as it looks as far as like, ugh, I'm trying to think how to word it. Like, 
it's it's not just like traveling and enjoying vacation like you're still having to work a lot and so kind of like we were talking about like you have to find a balance because you do want to enjoy where you're at but I don't know I think just it was really exhausting and I didn't think it would be that exhausting to just like constantly be traveling I just thought it'd feel like permanent vacation but I I definitely did crave like being home having a place to call my own and just being able to like I don't know go see friends like it's it's definitely it was definitely tougher than I thought it'd be in that sense like I did miss and crave comfortability I guess to some extent I can't even imagine how exhausting it would be because we went to Europe for like a week and a half and it was just for fun and I was exhausted at the end of it. So I just like can only imagine being there for that long and like working the whole time while you're there. Um, I remember watching you guys go skiing in Switzerland. Oh my gosh. And I was like so impressed because I think at that time, do you know what time of year that was? Yeah, that was um, – we went mid-January to mid-February. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say I think I was pregnant because I had Remy January 23rd. I was yes. like nine months pregnant on the couch and I was like, wow, her life is so different than mine right now. And I was like, <laughs> I'm tired just like literally like watching you get up at like the crack of dawn and like go skiing in the cold when I'm just like curled up on the couch like eating a bag of chips being pregnant. <laughs> like, So it like looked so adventurous like so adventurous and fun but also like I was like wow they, I literally had the thought of like she must be so tired or have just so much energy to be able to like do all of this and like get up and like I remember you did so many like sunrise shoots and stuff and yeah that's just yeah that's a lot of work so um yeah I can only imagine how tiring all of that would be but also just so fulfilling I'm sure um so I'm sure a lot of people like sit back and watch you probably like I was doing when I was pregnant and think that it's out of reach to like have this job as a traveling content creator. Um, but what would you say to someone who also sees themselves doing that and like thinks that they might want to pursue that as their job? Like what piece of advice would you give them? For someone that wants to be a content creator, is that what you said? Yeah, and just like traveling and creating content. Um, well, as far as like the traveling thing, because I feel like that was something that was like the top question I always got in my DMs, every Q&A was people being like, how do you afford to do this? And I feel like that was one thing I kind of wanted to like talk about on my Instagram a lot too, is because like, I think people see, you know, content creators or just you know, anyone that's traveling full time or doing like a long travel trip, it just feels so like unattainable or like, oh, you've got to have so much money to do that. But when we actually like looked at our finances and everything, like I would say we actually ended up spending about this same amount that we would have spent living in the U.S. Granted, if you have a house or an apartment that you're already renting in the U.S., then yeah, you'll be paying more like we didn't, though. And like a rental for one month in each of these cities was the same we would be paying for a rental in the US. Food, same thing. We just cooked a lot. So I I don't know. I just like wanted everyone to realize like this is not some like you have to be so rich to travel the world. Like you can make it affordable. You can travel and you can do this. Like 
on any budget. Like, yeah, you can travel and spend thousands of dollars if you want and stay in like luxury five-star hotels, which we did absolutely did not do. But if you just want to travel and you're not picky, like you can definitely do it for the same amount of money you're spending to live here in the U.S. Um, So that was one thing I would say just for someone that's just wanting to travel or needs like needs the push to be able to do it. Like financially, if you're able to work remotely, then like you can definitely make it work. Um, And then as far as like a content creator, uh, somebody wanting to do that. I would say, I feel like my biggest advice I always tell people if someone like asks me about it or is interested in being a content creator, I always tell them to find con or like create content that they actually enjoy making. Because if I hated creating content, which I feel like some people genuinely don't like creating content and that's their job, like you're going to not enjoy it. But if you actually have fun doing it and you have fun like with the process and you're creating content that you Hold on, I feel like I'm fumbling my words. What am I trying to say? Like if you love fashion, post about fashion. I think the biggest thing is everyone talks about like you need to have these niches and I feel like sometimes people choose a niche not based on what they actually love, but just because they think that that's the niche that's going to help them grow. And, you know, maybe strategically that's smart, but like, I'm just very passionate about creating content that's based on what you actually enjoy. Um, Because, you know, if you, if you do want to create a job out of it, you want to enjoy doing it. So like, if you love uh, like music, then like create content about music, just do focus on what you love because I think the right audience will find you that also enjoys that topic, if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And you should be having fun and work can sometimes still feel like work. Like it doesn't have to only be amazing. Um, We hope for that, but that's, that's really great advice. I think that that is, and I love what you said about travel too, because it can be affordable and obtainable it just is how you go about it and most people are afraid they're like well we don't have money to even get there or do anything there and it's like well we can get creative and there's a lot of people that travel on a budget so I just feel like there's so many resources for that too which we didn't always have so it's just cool seeing a lot more travel bloggers or just influencers that are traveling to get more I don't know of that like information from them that have gone before you yeah exactly Um, Wow. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for just coming on here and sharing about what you do and what inspires you and how you create things. Um, Yeah. We're just so thankful to have you on here with us. Would you say there are any final words you want to leave for our listeners or where can our listeners find you online? Are you up to anything fun? I mean, van life is going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. We're starting the van build next week, which I'm super excited about. So I'll be sharing all of that on my Instagram. Um, my Instagram is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, my TikTok is the same, although I'm not super active on TikTok. I need to be more active, but I have I have feelings about TikTok. <laughs> That's another another rant. Um, and then I have a podcast with my husband as well. It's called Catch Up with the Fries, since our last name is Fry. Um, and that's just a weekly thing we do between the two of us where we just kind of when we were traveling, we would obviously share our travels each week. Um, but yeah, we just kind of talk about our lives and things in the 
media and whatever we kind of choose to talk about that week. Um, so that's where people can find me. I don't feel like I have any last words. Um, I don't know, but this was really fun. Thank you guys for having me. Also, go watch the Blair Hat, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I became a fan, and that then I is... saw Blair followed me, and I was starstruck. <laughs> we created presets together. Yes. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, I freaking I love, love my presets. Oh, um, well, yeah. Thank you again for just coming on and chatting with us, and we end every interview with rapid fire questions. So, are you ready to play? Oh gosh, I hope so. As photographers, we know that editing is half the battle when it comes to nailing our style. If you struggle with achieving the perfect tones in your images, I have the perfect solution for you. I teamed up with Dawn to create a DC Presets collaboration pack full of dreamy presets for your professional or mobile images. Introducing Redwood Presets, available for Lightroom, Adobe Camera Raw, and Lightroom Mobile. These one-of-a-kind presets are warm and cinematic, yet natural and true to life. Redwood presets include six color and two black and white presets, an installation guide, and editing tutorial. Ready to bring some magic to your images? Use code TAKEITFROMUS to get Redwood presets for 15% off at emilymajors.com slash presets. That's emilymajors.com slash presets, code TAKEITFROMUS. We can't wait to see what you create. So... <laughs> It's okay. No one's actually rapid fire at these. So, okay, good. I'm like, I'm so bad. Like, sometimes I'm like, huh, I have no idea. And then as soon as it's like over, I'm like, oh, dang it. I should have said that. You know, it's like 100%. If if anyone, if anyone tells me anything is like timed or supposed to happen quickly, I completely blank out and not think of an answer. Exactly. (laughs) But I'll do my best. Okay. Um, The first one's what's a podcast you're currently listening to and loving? Ooh. Um, I feel like actually Caitlin's podcast is like my go-to when I am on like a road trip. Um, It's probably horrible to say because I have a podcast, but I'm just, (laughs) I'm not like the biggest podcast listener. Like I do it when I have like a road trip and I love passing time with it. So I would say usually Caitlin's off the vine is what is my go-to, but I think it's because I'm like really bad at multitasking. So if I have a podcast on like in the background while I'm doing something, I'm not actually like listening to the podcast. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a cool story. What were they talking about? Same. I can't like grocery shop and listen to a podcast at the same time, which I totally wish I could because that would be a great way to multitask. But I like can't look at my list and think while I'm also like paying attention to a podcast. The only time I can listen is in a car and that hasn't been often lately. So I'm kind of the same way. Um, Okay. What's the last TV show you've binged? Oh, the last show I binged. Um, yeah, or like a current one you're watching and loving. Well, I just watched all of Big Brother. Big, nice. I'm a huge Big Brother fan. Do either of y'all watch? I watched just that one season. That was, uh, it was like two years ago, I think, I've or maybe it. last, maybe it was last summer. With okay. why can I not think of anyone that was on it right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, with Whitney because she's the only one that I knew oh, last night. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was last summer. Yeah, that's okay. like me and Luke's go-to, but I'm also watching Paradise, of course. Yes, of course. I'm watching that <laughs> also. Um, we could chat about The Bachelor. I was about day, to say, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll, te- we'll text after. <laughs> yes, we need another episode just for that. Um, okay, what is a book you're currently reading, if you're reading one? Oh, see, this is another thing. I'm the worst reader, um, like – 
I read the Bible and that's about it. That's I did the best book to read. You could the last the, Bible. the last book I started, but I haven't finished it. I need to like get back into it. Was Sadie Robertson's book? Um, it's called like Who Are You Following? Uh-huh. And I really did like that one, so I need to get back into it. I just reading is like I read like a chapter a year, and then I'm like, that's so good. I need to keep reading, and then and then a year goes by, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm still reading that book. That's amazing. And then I go back to it. I like go through phases where I'm really into reading and I'll get through like multiple books in a month. And then sometimes if I'm not super sucked in by that book, it'll take me like six months to get through one of them. So I feel you. Um, what is something that brings you joy right now? Oh, um, hmm. Luke's parents just got a puppy. So Aww. there's three little dogs running around right now. And that's pretty joyful cute and you have the cutest french bulldog oh i agree honestly waffle right (laughs) yep waffle fry (laughs) he's so cute um okay and then if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life what would it be one food uh french french fries that's so like fitting for your name. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, dude. Oh, that's perfect. I can eat French fries for every meal, and they, I've never not wanted French fries. Like I've never been like, you know, I'll take a salad instead. Yeah, like, no, I'll I do the side of fruit. No, yeah, I will always take fries. You can make them in different. Like you can do crinkle, you can do waffle, you can do curly. What's your favorite? There's fry a variety. Variation. Ooh, that's tough. I mean, I do love a waffle fry, but I feel like just like a classic, like crinkle fry, you can't really go wrong with. I mean, yeah. I love them all. Fries in any form, right? I, I won't discriminate. Exactly. McDonald's. Yeah. Skinny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this is – oh, where is the next place on your list you want to travel to, which I know we just talked all about traveling, but um, maybe somewhere in the U.S. that you're looking forward to? Um, well, we're going to Salt Lake City, but well, that's where we're hopefully going. We actually just today <laughs> booked a cruise, so I'm really excited and looking forward to that. Fun. Where are you yeah. going? Um, it's just like a three night cruise. It was kind of one of those. So long story, kind of short. Basically, we were supposed to go to Cancun, uh, and we were going to go to Tulum as well. I was sp- I was going to be like collaborating with this like five star resort in Cancun. Amazing. But some reason, neither one of us was like super excited about going. And I'm like, why was I not excited about it? Mm-hmm. So we were like, should we just do a trip like around the Northeast, like see the fall foliage? But then we were scared we were going to maybe miss it. And Luke and I love cruises. I feel like that was where we like fell in love was on a cruise when we first started dating. And so I saw there was like a three night, three night cruise. It's just to like the Bahamas and uh, Royal Caribbean's like private island or whatever. And I was like, should we just scratch both of those ideas and go on a cruise? And he was like, yep. So we just like booked it. <laughs> love it. I love cruises too. They're so fun. They're that so fun awesome. and affordable and like all-inclusive. Seriously. There's – especially if you go in the winter, they are insanely cheap. Like my yes. family used to go to Mexico every single year on a carnival cruise because it was like cheaper than getting a hotel and paying for food. Like yeah. and everything is included. So yeah, we are big fans. Um. Okay, what is one of the biggest lessons you've learned in your business so far? Oh, gosh. That's a tough <laughs> rapid-fire question. One of the biggest lessons I've learned? Yeah. Um, 
I would say this is just the first thing that comes up to my head. So I'll say it. I think the biggest lesson I've learned is just the importance of being real because I think that social media is a place that so many people struggle with like comparison and especially with like a lot of content creators. Like you follow them and it is like Instagram is a highlight reel. Um, So I think I've just like seen the value of being real and sharing like the good, the bad and the ugly on Instagram. And I feel like just like validation from followers when they message me and they're like, wow, like I've been feeling the same way or stuff like that. It just, it's really encouraging. Like, okay, people do want to see real stuff on Instagram. It's not just like all the pretty photos, which don't get me wrong. I love a pretty photo. Um, But I think I've just realized how the importance of how much, wait, what am I saying? (laughs) How important being real is on social media. Yeah, that's so true. And I think you're really good at that because I feel like I know you and I have never met you, but I feel like you <laughs> like probably a lot of your followers feel the same way of like they just can relate to you and you seem very down to earth and like approachable and so I feel like you do a good job at being real. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. Okay, what's one thing you're afraid of? It can be deep Oh my gosh. level. <laughs> so many things. I'm so <sighs> afraid of so many things. Um <laughs> I'll say like my biggest fear in life, which I think is just feeling trapped. Like I enjoy having my freedom and the thought of like feeling trapped just like scares me or like, you know, I don't know. I I, I think everyone feel, struggles with like, what am I really doing with my life? And I feel like that, like, I'm like, oh, I just want to love, like love what I do and enjoy my life. So I think like the fear of like, not enjoying it I don't know yeah (laughs) well with that what is your Enneagram number and is it a type seven yeah a million percent (laughs) I actually didn't even know that was the next question so that's hilarious because yes I'm diehard seven like everything that encompasses a seven is me yeah because when you're like I don't I like change I don't really need a routine I just want to travel everywhere (laughs) yes and I have I'm like oh I could do this and this and this and this and be like so happy with my job and so I'm like but which one do I do totally like which route of the 27 options do I take yeah (laughs) I have so many good friends that are sevens and I yeah I feel that (laughs) I also feel like I mean it's kind of like a entrepreneurs I feel like in a way can relate to that because I feel like we always get these new ideas. And so like I'm always thinking of the next thing. Like I want to start an Airbnb. I want to start a clothing line. Girl, you want to go in podcast? Like you want to go in together on an Airbnb because that's a dream of mine. I have so many little things. And my husband's like, are you like you're already talking about your spread too thin? Like, how are you gonna start adding these? I'm like, it's fine, I'll figure it out, I'll outsource. But yeah, I just want to do all the things all the time. Wait, what Enneagram are you guys? I'm a nine, which is like not like that normally at all, but I score just as high as a three. So I think the three in me is like what comes out in business. And that part of me just wants to like do things and like have accomplishments and like check things off a to-do list kind of. Um, Emily also is a three wing two. Three wing two, but people say I'm a seven too. So yeah. I could see both. So we're all pretty fun gals, basically, yeah, is what you're so saying. <laughs> <laughs> we're the funnest group of numbers. Um, okay. And the last question is, what is a five-year goal of yours? Oh, a five-year goal? Um, mm-hmm. hmm. Wow. That's probably the hardest question you've asked so far. <laughs> I honestly do not know. 
just all the things as a seven. I you know. Can't I, like decide on one, huh? Yeah. I feel like because it's like I don't really I mean, in five years, like maybe I'll want to settle down and have a house or a right. baby, but who knows really. Um, maybe like, ooh, I I don't know a specific goal, but I would love to create a goal of like visiting you know how people are like oh I want to visit every state or like every national park like I would love to do that but I don't know if five years is attainable yeah I just want to see as much of the U.S. as I can in five years I think that's very obtainable with like your van life I mean maybe not with your husband's job like having to be stuck for three months in a place but I definitely Uh, think if traveling full-time you could and for sure, and also like because he only does three-month contracts at a time like he does three months but then he could take six months off. So, so there's the flexibility with that where it's like, we can kind of travel as little or as much as we want, but yeah, let's just go with that as a five-year goal is to just see as many national parks as I can. (laughs) Love it. That's awesome. Maybe you'll run into Emily while you're at one of them. Yeah, girl. See you at Yosemite. I would love it. Let me know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us and just sharing a little bit about your story. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening and we'll chat with you next week. Thank you.